Hello and welcome back to the Oxpol podcast. This is the long-awaited fourth episode. I know we said there was a long gap between episodes two and three, but it's happened again. I'm afraid we just, you know, never got round to it. But here we are. This is a very special episode, and you will find out why very shortly. As always, I'm joined by our other two fantastic co-hosts of the show. Uh, so yeah, first of all, George, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yes, I'm good. Your favourite monarchist is back. <laughs> and of course, also Archie. How are you doing, Archie? Yeah, I'm doing well. At the moment, I'm com- coming at you live from south of France. Indeed. COVID, indeed. COVID central. Yeah. Doing well. But yes, the, uh, of course, I'll be suffering from the newly implemented quarantine rule to France. Not yeah, well. Brilliant. Yeah. Not what you, not what you really want, is it? But anyway, let's get on to why this is special. Today we are joined by our very first guest of the podcast, and um, well, he's a good friend of ours, uh, and uh, we want to get to know him. So his name is Bizu. Bizu, say hello. Hello, guys. So yeah, yeah that's a very dynamic introduction there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really set, you really, you really set the stage, Bizu. What can I say? What can I say? Yeah, we've got a few questions lined up for bit, so we're going to do some debates and some in, uh, kind of speak some conversations a bit later on. But first, we do have a few questions just to you know, so the audience get to know who Bizu is. Seems this is what we will do. I mean, we'll have more guests on in the in the future episodes. So yeah, uh, who wants to ask the first question? My my first question for Bizu is. Um... Who are you? What like? <laughs> I know that sounds a bit wrong, but like, like, who are you? Where 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 you come from? And when did you get into politics? Uh, well, I'm busy. Um, I'm from. I was born in Ethiopia, but I live in Oxford, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I got into politics probably like just at the end of like primary school, mate. Well, when I say like, when you say got in, like, yeah. Well, I think I think it like interested me like at the end of primary. So was it was it Brexit? Was it Brexit? Yeah, Brexit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has that to be Brexit. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Brexit but, was I'm back. Back to my Nigel Farage days. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, back in the, yes, George was a big Nigel supporter back in the day. I must admit, I still rather like Nigel. He's Why? A top chap. I think he's I think he's very affable, but I don't like his politics, obviously. I just don't like him. He's a tosser. I mean, he's a... <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. Uh, yes, yeah, so... he's, he's, he's a bad busy. man. Yes. Speaking of which, busy. Which party do you support? Well, if I had to choose, I'd go with Labour because overall, I think they're the most. Uh, I just think they have the best politics out of all the parties, and they're the most likely to beat the Tories. So they're I know this is not a very good term to use, but they're the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, I, I, I'd I, say that's pretty reasonable in electoral politics to say it's the best of a bad bunch. Judging no, by that response, I'm guessing you're not a very big Keir fan. Uh, no, not really. I don't think his politics are necessarily bad, but I think what he's done to the party is wrong. Yeah. And we, I know. We'll touch on that bit later. I think. <laughs> yeah, there is a question yeah. about Keir Starmer for Bizu. I mean, we can do that now, or we can. Ask him another one. I mean, see, I mean, if we are on the topic, we can just ask. You know, do you have? Yeah, we'll go. We'll go straight into it. Why don't you like Keir Starmer? Yeah. Um, because of the way that he's been dealing with the, uh, uh, the way that he's just dealing with people, like kicking. He's just kicking a lot of people out, uh, because they're Jewish. Uh, yeah. I just think that's just not a good. What do you go. think about his general, like, kind of, um, not disdain, you see, like, you've seen what he's been doing to, like, the further left of the party, like, momentum members, like, uh, for example, Rebecca Long-Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, well, I think I, that... I, I... Sorry, yeah, no, you carry on. no, you carry on. No, no, I was just going to say that, like, um, although it is bad, I feel really the only way he's going to win that election. Can I just say, I'm uh, very upset that he's getting rid of the further left because they were what was losing uh, Labour 
you know, uh, voters and uh, supporters, those hard left members. Well, I, none of them are really hard left, are they, George? Let's be real. Hard left in the UK is not exactly hard okay, left, fair enough. is it? But in the, yeah. you know. The grand scheme of things in terms of British policies. But I know what he's doing is, you know, not great for, like, the people and for the party in general. But, you know, like Archie said, it is really, in my opinion, the only way he could win. Because they just, at this point, they're getting so much, um, like... Uh, hate and like they're being attacked so much by right-wing media sites because of their um because of the accusations that have come up in the past about the party that like he just kind of has to do it to clear it up if you get what i mean yeah and the, a, like... the accusations have become so like incredibly deep-rooted that it is like labor like among people that don't really understand like not understand politics people that aren't really engaged with politics when people say like oh which party is the anti and people will say labor Right, and that's like a that's a thing that you have to try very very. Hard. Um, and I feel like I guess this is what the way in which he's doing it. Well, I can't say that you're wrong because I think you're right. It's the only way. Well, I don't think it's the only way, but I think it's the only viable. Yeah, no, I think it's a big way. way. I don't think it's, it's the only viable option yeah. to win an election. But he's not. Not only is it just not a good thing politically. Like I just think that he's like ruining. A lot of people's jobs just because of their religion and surely that could be considered anti-semitic or racist yeah and i just think that it's not it's not a good idea like my mum part of the Labour party and she's considering leaving just because like she'll either get kicked out and it's better to leave on your own ground yeah yeah it's not a good time for the um for the party overall really is it but hopefully, yeah, hopefully but, in the future they'll, um, they'll manage to. I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident in the selection, especially after the current this coronavirus. I mean, no, I don't although the election is a, they are, although the election is a long time away, it is, yeah. I'm fairly confident people will get a bit they, fed up after 15 years of the Tories. At the minute, I think the polls are saying otherwise. I mean, people would rather Kier is their prime minister but i don't think that means they'd rather labor as their party i feel as though but do people mostly vote over the leader or the party because i'd vote, on party. vote over the leader i think oh, i okay. think the wider electorate vote over the leader fair enough like, i mean yeah I, hmm. i'll have a look at the polls wait a sec yeah yeah I'll, yeah, I'll have a look at the polls, but the, yeah then again you saw the polls before yeah, the so the polls polls the 2019 right, yeah. election. I know Boris yeah. was like, yeah, that was honestly did come as a shock. Um, Not only that, but I think that a lot of people would vote for the Tory party just just to not have Labour. Like I feel like there's a lot of people who would like vote. He might vote other parties like normally, like other parties, but they just vote. Tory to not have Labour because well, like a tactical mm. well, I, I think yeah because I mean... yeah but I think I think it was mostly the mo the reason why Labour lost the election mostly because of Brexit mostly even Brexit, though and then was... maybe Jeremy Corbyn I reckon it was Corbyn to I'm, be honest I'm standing with Corbyn and I, also Brexit but I just I, don't think Corbyn I don't know was... because um, I don't know because like you you get a lot of these people from the north right so the, the Labour heartland seat which are the ones that switch basically why the tories won the election right? yeah exactly these people are these people like in terms of policies like if you speak to one some of them they're relatively left right they're relatively liberal but there's like but usually they're against immigration and they're against brexit and they're for brexit and i think those are the i think those that that for brexit and against immigration thing is the only thing that like swayed them most and also a bit of Jeremy Corbyn, but yeah, yeah. I think that, that's my theory at least. Because I think I, I know a lot of people up north that are like Labour policies, but they like Brexit. And that did put the Labour Party in a very sticky situation because they had to choose between the, the people who wanted to stay and the people who wanted to leave. And that was like basically a 50 50 split. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I still do. I still do think that um, the Labour Party should have done more to cooperate with the Lib Dems. I don't. I don't think they did enough. Oh yeah, they definitely. Uh, yeah. Nice. Right, I have yeah. polls anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I've just oh, sent right, one yeah. of them. So, Boris Johnson, 43%, Keir Starmer, 30% for Prime Minister. Then the Westminster voting intention, 44% Conservative, 37% Labour. Yeah, that's, high. that's higher than it was before the election. Yeah. yeah and that's, like, higher than there are seats. Yeah. Tories have yeah, gained... And Labour, but that—that's from—that's from the last poll, though. That was two hours ago. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like it's not—it's not saying it's gained since the election. It's saying it's gained since the last poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, obviously, it depends on who's, what not. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Speaking of elections, busy. What are your predictions for the twenty twenty US oh, elections? Yes. Oh, good US topic. I think Trump will. Get voted out, but he won't leave. So I think. Yeah. I think he no, will be. He might implement martial law. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that last time, weren't we? With um, Trump, posi- uh, the fascist traits of Mr. Trump. It's. Uh, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't yeah. say they're just traits. I think it's just. Well, like, yeah, like, fascism. <laughs> the fascism, of Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah, I I would agree with you. I I'm pretty. I'm fairly certain that Biden win. Yeah, so. like the the election. I'll, I feel I, I hope I, he there does. are a lot of things in his favour. I hope he does. If he does, in that so. situation, it's not. It's like the, but it is actually the best of a horrible bunch. Yeah, I mean, well, I, it seems like every US election it's the best of a horrible. I feel like bunch. yeah, all all of them are either like racist or sex offenders or both. <laughs> <laughs> or alleged, allegedly, pretty... allegedly, allegedly. I mean. Yeah, allegedly, but yeah, but like say, we can't. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know for certain. So it's, yeah, it's we don't know for certain. But it's like <laughs> only ninety-nine. Like... Only ninety-nine percent. Only ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, there's still that one percent that hasn't gone You never know. You never but, know. Yeah, could have been but one place, is... one time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump doesn't give it up. Um, when it comes to, I feel yeah, like he yeah. might get the military on his side or whatever, but I'm not sure. It'll be interesting. What happens. But right. isn't there like a thing where the military don't have to? Yeah, I don't personally see that he will do that. I, I think it's possible, but I just don't see him being able to do that. I don't think he will be allowed to. Like, I know that technically he can, but I don't see. No, no, no. But it's like I don't think. I, yeah, I know. Like, I'm not saying he's allowed to. I'm saying he'll like go against. No, I know, but I don't think he will. Like, yeah. I don't reckon. Huh. I don't reckon that's. Right. He's, he's, I don't think he's. I don't know. There's something about him that makes. I just don't feel like he's gonna be doing that sort of thing. I don't know. I, I, it's hard to explain. I can't really, kind of. I personally. I think that Trump will beat Biden. By and I think that silent majority that I maybe mentioned last episode will uh, come in his favour. And I also think that there's no worry of him not leaving after his term. I don't think he's that rogue. I think he is. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He's not that daring. I... Yes, he is. But I think come come November, like how many people are unemployed in America at the moment? It's like um, unbelievable. And I, I do not see those people voting Trump. No, I mean, I reckon Biden will win. Excuse my typing. Sorry, my keyboard's very loud. I'm just finding something. Uh, you carry on. I'm just trying to find some stats. But yeah, no, I'm fairly certain Biden will win. 30 and million. If Biden wins... So yeah, 30 what? million unemployed. Oh, that's it, yeah. 51, 51 million It's honestly shocking. And I just think... All the things that Trump has done, uh, especially this year, he's really kind of shown his colours. Yeah, it's it's the death. He's kind of hit the death nail, you know, like um, with the with the coronavirus and his abysmal handling of it, and also the way he hasn't at all dealt with um, the protests um, ever since the George Floyd incident, and even before that, he's just he's just not done enough and he's not and, shown any kind of remorse or support for his people and it's just yeah, it's not, and not good enough. And beforehand he came in as like an outsider 
he came in as like not part of this like political bubble and he was just like i'm gonna come in i'm gonna make america great again right he's he is now the ultimate insider can't get more inside than the u.s president he doesn't have that edge anymore yeah exactly that's that's actually and it's it's been four years and what what has he actually done for the country apart from maybe increase un- maybe increase employment but oh wait 51 million unemployed but he's also doesn't even matter anymore yeah, yeah but as they have 173,000 deaths in the US. I know, and they're still yeah, getting 1.5 yeah, thousand deaths. Yeah, one a death, yeah. One a... And, like, several, almost like, uh, like, 60 to, it's like 40 to 70,000 cases confirmed they... every single day, like, and that's just not correct handling. He hasn't done enough, that's the reason. And he's not given assurance, have... he's not setting an example. Like, the fact that he only started wearing a mask a month ago and that it was big news like why is that big news yeah the fact that it's like national breaking news when your president wears a mark it's unbelievable yeah george can i just say i don't think i i don't think he's been i don't think he's handled it well however i think that has partly been influenced by a lot of the uh hardcore republicans who are all about like freedom and liberty who don't who simply don't want to and i also think that all the black lives matter protests across the country haven't exactly helped yeah but um i don't know i think he's a hardcore republican though isn't he well he's he's like an is he a is he a paleocon no he's not he's a neocon he's basically he's switched between republican and democrat like 10 times in the past He's yeah, like yeah, the most standard that, yeah. neoconservative you'll ever see. So he's, he's more. Yeah, yeah, but off, like. Is he? Yeah. No, I'm just. Yeah. But. I just. I, I don't think. Going on that Republican thing, I think it's. The, none of those Republicans are interested in liberty. Libertarians. Libertarians in the United States are a joke. Libertarians are just conservatives that don't like tax. It's like unbelievable. They're like, oh, I love liberty, but. <laughs> I also love corporations destroying my life. It's lovely. We mean no. It's like they're not interested in liberty. They're interested in making money because they're all massive shareholders in all these businesses, Mm. and they're just trying to serve their own interests. I don't think. But I don't think I'm fairly certain their their disdain for the working class of America is really showing. Yeah. Speaking of money. This is another question for you. We talked about this last time. What are your opinion, opinions, I should say, on billionaires? Shouldn't exist. Shouldn't exist. Basically, yeah. they're just—that's too much money. Like, that's just a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a thousand a millions a... after all. You know, <laughs> if you got a hundred thousand pounds every day since the day that Jesus was supposedly born, which is Jeff Bezos's see... net worth. You, it would not even, it's like half. Oh, yeah. It's like you'd have like, how much do you use? You'd have like 73 billion net worth. Oh, he's like almost 200. He's like over isn't 180, isn't he? He's I nearing up to 200, yeah. Yeah, so you'd Did have. Did you half. see the news today? Um, uh, Apple, Apple reached, reached 2 um, trillion, yeah. yeah. Only? Two that's like, that's like trillion. Oh, my God. That's actually crazy money. Like... They could like solve world hunger with that money. But yeah, one. I mean, that's not that's not really how it works. But yeah, yeah but no, yeah. no, you know what I mean. Like they they could. Yeah. All of his money is in assets, and if he were to sell those assets, which are predominantly stocks in Amazon, it would sink Amazon because all of the shareholders would see. Oh no, yeah, yeah, the yeah, owners we, we selling. We spoke about stuff. this last time. Well, I wouldn't though, say all like... his money is in because even one billion, right, is a thousand million. I've said this before, and I know it's not as easy as just kind of giving it away. But like people who own that much money and acquire well, that no, amount is. of kind of can yeah, can pay a bit more tax. Can pay a bit more tax. Yeah, it's not. not only that, George, 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 Bezos, Bezos only owns only owns an eleven point two stake in Amazon. By the way, the same. I know, yeah, but most of his asset, most of his net worth is in assets. It's not in liquid cash. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, well, of course, one of the only billionaires to be taken off the billionaire list because she gave so much of her money away to charity. Wait, who did oh. you say, sorry? 
not Roldal. I can't remember her name. Roldal. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, are you talking <laughs> about? Are you talking about? Um, J.K. Rowling. The one who wrote the Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. yeah J.K. Rowling. Yeah, Roldal. The same person. Anyway. I mean, but yeah, no, but even if you, even, but billionaires that donate to charity is like stealing someone's wallet. Right, taking all the money out and then giving them back the wallet and saying you're a nice Yeah, but person. I'm saying that it's possible to <laughs> yeah. give that much money away. It's not that difficult. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, she yeah, was yeah, a billionaire yeah. at one point and now she's not. Like, it's yeah. not. It's just, it's not yeah, she must fight. have exploited people to get to that level. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, like, 100%. 100%. But, like. Right. But, like. JK also... Browning wouldn't. I don't know what her finances were, but I doubt. In what she's done to earn that, I don't think she's been exploitative in any... What? So, so, what? No, someone must have cut down a tree to make the page to make the book for her book. Or, yeah. Or, That's or, such or, a... Or harvested the ink, create the, the like the things on the page. All the or... online that she sold, someone was probably exploited by the technology used to make That's it. That's such a low level, though. You can't... Uh... That it's level. not exactly a low level when you can when you earn one billion pounds from it, George. No, I know, but like that, the low level that she's had to that you're going to try and pl- prove that she's exploited on is she sold books. Like it just doesn't. But you can't. I don't you see. can't say that. You can't say like, oh, it's gone over this many layers. So let's just forget about the exploitation. It doesn't even matter anymore. But then it's everything just... ever is exploitative. You can't. Yes, like even yes, the lowest yes, of yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that, George. I agree. But that's a capitalist system, though. That's how it works. You still, I disagree. I just, I don't think that you can have. If we're talking about selling books, it's. I just. Yeah, but I'm saying that, I, but that wasn't my point anyway. My point was that it's possible to be that rich and then not be that rich. Like it's not that difficult to. It's easy to pay a bit more tax. It's easy to give money to yeah to uh, less fortunate people or any any sort of charity or any sort of kind of. No, it's course. easy. It's easy to not spend millions and millions lobbying the government, but he still does it. At this point, it's less about paying more tax and more about actually enforcing the tax that they should. pay. But it's very difficult yeah, to see that because there's places like tax havens. Yeah, Jeff Bezos can, is... you, can't you can't you make can't you do like sales taxes and capital gains? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'll just throw it out words. <laughs> but like I don't know. I need to do more research into yeah. tax. Yeah, so much now. Um is uh But it yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird weird debate, but it's just they shouldn't have that much money. And as we were talking about the other day, George, I don't think even from a capitalist viewpoint, I don't think billionaires are a, a positive thing for the economy. Because how do you, how do you become a billionaire? You become a billionaire by hoarding wealth, don't you? And hoarding wealth, hoarding wealth and exploitation, and neither of those things are good for you. You must admit that. Yeah, because yeah, you want Go workers on. who are. You know, earning good wages, paying good taxes, so they can buy your product. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're if you're yeah. paying them like whatever ridiculous amount the um, you know factory workers of 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 big companies are getting paid, then that's not really going to do much to help the economy mm. and help and help um, yeah bolster not, your good. your industry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's yeah. It's just I just don't think it's right what billionaires do and billionaires in general it's just not really fair is it yeah just the essence of i suppose busy agree yeah. do we want to do you want to move on i've uh I mean, yeah we don't have um busy yeah yeah busy i was going to ask you what do you think what's your take on this a level controversy oh, a level i'm um, oh, not gcse that you turned before the gcse's but what's your whole take on why what, what well, do you it's think just, it's wrong? just ridiculous i mean why would you use some stupid like system based on like when someone was born to determine like their when, so, and like, the, like the previous results of their like yeah literally why don't sorry you would use like actual hard evidence not just whether someone was born on the 21st of august surely, or the, surely you'd like, use the people that teach them yeah the like it's not <laughs> it's not difficult to come to that conclusion is it i feel like we all agree i know i feel like 
I do, yeah. I feel like there was an ulterior motive to the algorithm, though. Like, I, I don't feel like they've just made a mistake here. I feel like they no, were trying to get away with something. I honestly really what, like, hope... Um... That... No, sorry, you carry on. Oh, I think... Sorry, busy. I honestly really hope, right, that this teaches the government, or people in general, a lesson about the way the education system works in this country, because... Honestly, in general, you should just use teacher-based grades uh, for for students because testing is just. Let's be honest; it's not really fair in any sort, think... in any sense. So I I just think that hopefully that they can learn from this and implement systems that work better for the student, for the teacher, and just for everyone in general. Because tests but... affect mental health, and they it, it that then as consequently leads to worse grades because students will yeah will you know make mistakes that they wouldn't have made if had they had taken a test in class in a in a or, relaxed environment or just done coursework or got predicted yeah, yeah. I think, multiple tests into yeah. their like into their grade yeah i think it should be instead of having one like group of a load of hardcore tests at the end i think it should be so we should scrap gcses as a thing and it should be solely based on teacher assessment and um grades throughout the year and your school history essentially um i yeah, do you know, i kind of agree with you but do any of you do coursework subjects uh no. yeah i do one we, yeah same well it's okay well, I do one, and I absolutely hate having to do coursework because it means that, like, I have to rely on myself from a year ago. I do two, actually. And I have to rely on myself a year ago getting those grades. So if I was going through something, like, in that year, that's going to affect my grade, like, this yeah. year. Mm. Yeah, year. but that's, that's, like, a different thing to what, like, I think me and Brynn are thinking. What me and Brynn are thinking is doing, like, multiple tests throughout your like school career like scaled for the amount you know at the time and then that being factored in to your grade is like an you average like they have in America you have like, lots of tests yeah like really like a yeah lot, yeah you a have lot lots of tests that scale that it in accumulate to and like yeah 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 so like that so that one bad test does not make your entire grade bad no exactly yeah. exactly like, yeah because if you play yeah, a sport you can, you can you... work you can work for three years in in the uk system and then do badly on one test and that's it Actually, no i'm not going to say that exactly. <laughs> what was it no never mind well it kind of was yeah. but like let's say you play a sport right a team game any team game don't, don't mind what it is and you have you're having a bad day and you you play a match and you make some mistakes. You're not just going to get kicked off and never play. Yeah, you're again. not then just a bad sportsman, are you? No. And exactly. then that one. Because people take into account all your other sporting like achievements that you've done. Not... And then yeah. that one bad game won't affect the rest of your season no, exactly. necessarily. Yeah. 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 You'd be better next time. And that's what. That was a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, it's actually. I I was originally thinking of like. I don't really know what I was thinking of. I vote that we start a petition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's probably like a million yeah, already. Yeah, I, but I yeah, yeah, there's too many. To yeah, but if you set it out right and you have a good... Yeah, a good Because I think probably a lot of them are just not that good. But not if organized. you do it right, then it'll be better. Yeah, well, we've got a massive um, fan base at the uh, Oxpole podcast. So, you know, we will get millions of people rallying <laughs> yeah, together I, to, I was, to get... I was to talking get to my about it. And apparently there's all, there is already an Oxpole podcast. Really? Yeah, I know there's already an Oxford podcast, but we're not oh. going to talk about that now, okay? <laughs> this is, we're not going to talk about that. We're, we're, I'm pushing that down the road. Yeah, we, okay. we don't. We 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 will be the successful ones. You see, so. I was, I was also, <laughs> yeah, they okay, stopped. Like... They stopped four years ago. They stopped four years ago. We've we've taken the mantle. Exactly. Was there like is there like room that I can like talk about something else quickly? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for you sure. Can, sure. Can, we've got like well, your show. This is your episode, this is. Exactly. I was wondering if any of you knew about the oil spill in David, I can't remember the name, somewhere like off the coast, uh, like quite far away from Japan, but that like uh, there was an oil, J Japanese oil tanker was going in the sea back to Japan and it like split in half and it's like leaked like nearly 400 tons of 
petrol and oil and all that type of thing into the ocean. I was wondering if any of you... How recent is this? Uh, really recent. It's like, I think the, the tanker stopped like maybe 20 days ago and it started leaking oil about a week and a half ago. I haven't seen it. Oh, I did not hear about that. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, it wasn't in any of the news stories, but I saw oh, it's it on Mauritius. Yeah, that's the one. Jeez. And it was absolutely huge. And there's like, there was not reported anywhere. And I just, I was just wondering like why that was. And like, yeah. I just think it's weird how they choose which bits of news make it into the actual news and what doesn't. Well, it's obviously yeah. Well. They choose which bits of news get into oh, yeah, things because like, it makes them money. Yeah, but that's not how it should be done, though. Yeah, of course, it's not how it should be mm-hmm. done. But oh well, yeah, true. But like, I think that's that's it's... capitalism. Yeah, true. Sorry, George. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering but... if you'd know about that. Yeah, but... that is crazy. That is huge. Yeah, it was absolutely ginormous, and that, the oil is like um pure as well, so it's like super thick. Wow. Yeah, I bet that's affected the sea quite oh wait did you say it spilled yeah i'm looking at i'm looking yeah. at it right it's now the only, people that I can... Jesus. the only people that i can see a reporter there are like al jazeera and like um like france 24 brilliant <laughs> exactly jesus i'm yeah it's weird that i didn't hear about that but i suppose people are so used to that oh yeah, yeah it's just normal now it's, it's done things i think and also there's another thing i think that climate change is a very positive like problem i think a lot of people are very scared especially in the media to to report things like this because people think oh no what if all the fish die or you know that type of thing what if sea levels rise yeah exactly we could talk about well yeah but um, it's very i think climate yeah we can talk about climate change we haven't talked about climate we've put it off for a while we have because climate change is a very it's a very, I don't know, I've always found it a very weird topic to talk about. I think it is quite controversial. But it shouldn't be, obviously. It shouldn't no, it, be no it shouldn't be an opinion and it shouldn't be yeah. difficult to say things need to change. And now, like, that's, I think that's the basic. Yeah. But, but yeah, but, like, things can't change. No. When, like, 90% of, I don't know the figure, but it's like 90% of the pollution in the world is by 100 companies. It's like, that is, it's like there is so much money on the side of not. It's like impossible to go against it, and that's not happening. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Businesses I make mean, too much money, attract too many buyers. Can therefore <laughs> the uh, the countries that they are based in just don't want to change. Really. Yeah, 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 of course. Like there's no, there's too much industry. I'm saying that's there's too much industry and economy based within the burning of fossil yeah. fuels or shame. stuff like that it is, yeah. it is definitely a shame but we need to we need to take action now oh, yeah. well that's the problem though i just don't, i can't see it happening until we get i'm sorry to say this but okay then this is the right word but like a more modernized government because all if you look at all the people in let's take our parliament pretty much <laughs> all of them are old white men and like yeah yeah like, it's not it's not that they're white or that they're men, but it's that they're old mainly, and they're not up to date with a lot of the things that we are or like the young adults are. They've like seen yeah. like first-hand roads. They've just been not. Seen yeah, it's going to be our They've lifetimes had... as opposed to exactly theirs, the... or our kids' be... lifetimes. Exactly, and I think that our government should have should be represented more equally on like age especially because i think it does play a massive factor into your opinion mm. interesting because yeah because yeah, your opinion is shaped by who you're yeah exactly like and like these these old people are the ones that created the climate crisis let's be yeah for certain and so obviously they don't want to they don't want to take ownership yeah what do you but... have to say, uh, george i just uh, haven't heard much he's, about he's well, as much as it, something needs to be done, I can't see that there's any instant feasible option that could be used. I think it's such a like ingrained um, 
problem that unless we were to change the whole system, all the systems of the world, if that makes sense, there's nothing that you're going to be able to do about it. But I think yeah, but I think, I think we can yeah. work as a united, at least a united West. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, start I don't think, I think moving towards carbon neutrality. You see, the thing with this is it's something that's going to affect so many lives in so many different places that although there are not a lot of short-term strategies to do, I really think we need to work to find some because, like, we can't just say, like, oh, there's not a lot we can do, so we shouldn't because this this will affect everyone. And it yep. will be yeah, and it's, we've... Bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've created this problem, but we're not the ones that are going to instantly suffer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was saying, unfortunately, yeah. the people who are going to suffer are the ones in the poor countries first who have not really done anything and yeah. can't do anything and like let's them. be real like who are we to come and tell them hey stop burning fossil fuels stop yeah. doing this stop like developing when we're the ones that have put this upon them it's like ridiculous i i like almost guarantee you within within our lifetimes we'll see mass climate immig immigration from other countries we already have we already have like, seen yeah it's yeah, already started it started yeah it's certainly yeah. Yes, you can see it from countries yeah, where this uh, right where rising sea levels have really caused a lot of issues. If you look at like, um, like the, the island of and, yeah, yeah, and the like, island of Kiribati, which yeah. is like just slowly sinking underwater. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but and I this think, is us. This is our fault. For us, the Westerners, or the I say us people that aren't listening and like the people in power, I really think that their wake up call, and it will be too late, will come when we start to notice the effects. When like yeah, that will be way higher and temperatures are properly yeah. rising, and it I mean be... we're we're already seeing the effects. I mean yeah, but it's just not extensive enough for them yeah. to actually kind of re yeah. react, and it's just because they're so really. stubborn and they just can't see what's right in front of them. Yeah, and it's against their economic best interests. I mean, this oh, yeah, with they, my they, they don't theory get the about the Tories. Mm. Yeah, the Tories are only interested in what makes them money. But surely, mate. But surely, innovative innovation will make them money like can't they see that that well having not that necessarily because yeah um, but at the moment it's pretty profitable to just sit there pumping coal and just keeping this like monopoly on carbon yeah but how long is that thing. gonna last like there was a guy who i think there was one of the guys who sold his oil company because he thinks that they're gonna be like the there's only a certain amount of oil on the planet and he's like i think he started doing something with renewable energy and he will i would bet any money that the per the people now the young people now who put their efforts into renewable energy if if it goes well then i would bet they'd be many times richer like look at um the guy who did Tesla. I forgot yeah, name. I think there is oh a God. lot of money yeah. in there. <laughs> the guy, the guy who did Tesla has also did... done a lot of bad things to get his money busy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's, he's no, been I know innovative. You mean, he has done like... a lot of innovative. Him and his companies have his done a lot team. of... His yeah, team? Maybe, maybe not him, but his company has okay, done a lot of it. But... His but... team has been innovative, and now they're very, very rich, and in a very short amount of time. That's, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, they don't realise it enough because yeah, I guess that's just what Busy said really but one thing that I have seen is this like idea I'm not sure if George will this, but maybe you guys will is this like idea of like distraction so um, take plastic straws for, ex for an example right plastic straws on the grand scheme of things banning them will not make a difference at all it will not change anything right but we're led to believe it does, right? So when most of the, the, the carbon emissions come from like these companies just pumping out um, fossil fuels, right? They want you to believe, oh, here's plastic straws. We're going to take them away. Paper straws, ha, fixed. You don't need to worry about it anymore. And I think that's very, not dangerous, but I think it's a thing that continues to happen. And it's quite kind of like a brainwashing not productive type. at all. Yeah, it's like a brainwashing. They're making us believe the problem is solved that's, yeah that's, but in fact it hasn't at all it's quite a good point actually it's quite interesting because that is actually true in many senses especially in these western countries well, basically just in western countries where the government are trying to find small things that they can do 
and make it sound like it's a big thing so the people feel more mm. relaxed and so they get behind them and they just need to make radical change because this is something that will affect future generations I mostly agree with you but I think it is very dangerous that type of thing and I think that it will it will distract not only the like not like not just distract them temporarily but permanently yeah like until yeah. it becomes our problem we'll just think that oh we can just do this type of thing like i don't know stop drinking out of plastic bottles for a year or whatever mm. and i just think that that'll have a, it might have a knock-on effect for the next the next generation who are going to have to deal with this problem mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah gonna... it's just pushing the problem down the road until it's too late Indeed. yeah until there is no more road yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because it's been swept away by the sea mm. yeah exactly and i think or, we can, uh, uh, i guess we can agree, unless george back. you've got a take oh yeah yeah um i think i think more needs to be done but we need to we need to take smaller steps in order to get to the larger ones. We can't just do it all straight away, obviously. But we don't have time for that, that's what I think. Like, there is no... I know, we... but otherwise, that's the only feasible option in terms of, like, how the West, as we've said, uh, runs at the minute. There's no other way of doing it. We can't just straight away say right no more petrol cars right no more mining oil etc etc yeah but they are trying to phase but, them out slowly okay. yeah. but Badly. the problem is with that is that that's just what about like well you don't have to change that but something like the clothing industry that yeah. is a massive and the meat industry which is a huge problem for the climate those things like we don't need lots of like fancy clothes and stuff and it's terrible for the environment and me, you don't need it. It's not like a necessity that we have to have this type of thing. And I don't think there was obviously there's going to be a lot. There's going to be huge uproars if like we just get rid of me. But why do we need it? There's no. Because I think reason. it's just it's just for people to. It's not necessary to live. Like you don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I agree with you to a certain degree, but I I don't know. I think I don't think we should get rid of. Well, not get rid um, of them, but like. Just... Yeah, but I, I okay. Uh, I, I kind of agree, but I'm I'm saying like I'm kind of so, I'm saying that yeah, we shouldn't just do everything all at once. Obviously, I mean nobody would disagree with that. Mm. But I think we can be doing things a lot faster than we currently are. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. We just ran into a couple of technical difficulties there, but we're back. We were talking about climate change. Uh, we were where were we? We're you talking were about... talking. Talking about meat. I was talking you were about going on the meat. Oh speech. yeah, the meat speech. So yeah, basically, what I was I was just saying that it needs drastic change, and I'm not saying that straight away you need to cut out meat from people's lives because that will create a lot of a lot of anger. But that's the end goal. And in the meantime, I think that there should be encouragement to consume less meat because it's the rate at which we produce it that is the problem. Yeah. In like factories where it just, you know, it produces so much pollution, so so much air pollution. I think we need to get a viable alternative. Yeah, like, um, yeah they're producing what, like, them, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the impossible burger in London? Apparently it tastes, like, the same. Like, exactly the same. They are getting better. Yeah. They are definitely getting better. Jeremy Clarkson would argue otherwise. <laughs> oh, my God, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson would argue a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I'm still annoyed at him. him. Top, Gear, but... Top Gear was so cool. But then he had to. Never. Mind. I know, that's probably a topic for another time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> I have to. I have to agree with Brendan. I think that the rate we produce meat and consume it is uh, yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, that's the problem. And it needs yeah. to slow down, or because apparently the study, some studies say that cutting out meat is one of the best ways that you personally can reduce your carbon footprint because of the rate it's just being produced for one person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, is that all we have to say on, on climate change? On climate change and then never talk about it again. <laughs> because... um, well, you can um, get... Yeah, I, I reckon... In conclusion, climate change oh, is <laughs> not good. Yeah. Climate change is a thing. It's a thing. It's it very real. Good. And it's a thing and we must conquer. Eat less meat. Eat less meat. Eat less meat. Eat less meat.
yeah but anyway at some point yeah, work some, on it yeah work on it you'll get there eventually <laughs> there are actually really we've, nice we've been leaving you Oxpole listeners yeah he says um, we've all had some form of meat today yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly we were just talking about this before we came on we've all eaten you know pretty meaty products yeah, but to be fair, most, mostly we don't. Yeah, we don't eat meat. I've no, never we don't eat meat. meat I don't like meaters. Yeah, meat. Like when you meet someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do that. Like, yeah, I do that a lot. I met some people today. No, I'm wait. No, some... isolation busy. Can't do that. Yeah, yeah, but life. I was I was distanced. Right. <laughs> Shall we move on? Because... Were you wearing a mask? Wait. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, we'll move on then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very well. I, this is just a topic I wanted to talk about. Well, I know George will want to talk about this a lot. We've kind of scratched the edges, scratched the surface of it before, but we haven't properly got in depth. And it's we've talked about the monarchy, we haven't properly talked about the House of Lords. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to, but that's just that was on <laughs> oh, the yeah, no, I'll talk about the House of Lords. I'll talk about the House of Lords. We don't have to. I What's just... your opinion on it, George? I'm not really sure as of yet. I need to. Uh, I've not done enough research on it. I don't really know much about it, so I need to, you know, swat up before I. Oh God! George just sent a photo. Swat up. <laughs> Sorry about that. He's just sent a photo of his book signing with Jeremy Clarkson into the chat. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> well, that was rather. Um... I was just on a Snapchat, and that's just an advert about how this new Nike shoe is made out of trash. Made out of what? Sorry. Made, it's made out of what? It just says trash. It just says it's trash. It literally oh, it's says. Like, um, oh yeah. Adidas Parley. Yes. They, uh, yeah. All made out of plastic. That's another. Do you think? But that's not. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. What's your opinion on the House of Lords, Busy? Bunch of good guys, really. Bunch of good guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I generally don't know. I don't know enough to have. It doesn't sound yeah, like it's a very okay. good system, in my opinion, because... Yeah, I think my main problem is that none of them are democratically elected at all. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's my uh, I'd say that's my main problem. I mean, you'd assume that, like, um, someone that influences a policy in our government, someone that makes up the entire upper house of government should be democratically elected. I mean, that is not yeah that goes back to the kind of fascism debate i guess we've done this before we can move on if you want uh yeah but i was i was just going to talk about the types of peerages in the in the um house of lords so um so 26 church of england archbishops and bishops sit in the house so that's great (laughs) we have religious officials that get automatic um automatic peerages in our house of lords which is lovely Right. Um, members can be appointed on a party basis, right? So people just like, oh, we like this person's policy, so let's just pick them, I guess. Um, there is a load of hereditary peers. You just get to be a policymaker because your dad or your mum was a policymaker. I mean, this is not good. This is not how a government should be run. Yeah, that's just effectively Absolutely a ridiculous type system. Yeah, and it's, it's a monarchy, but with funny, yeah. funny, with red. Yeah, like, with red. It's not. It's not really fair, and it's not right. And they should just get rid yeah. of it, really. Just, oh yeah, abolish the House of Lords. Replace it with elected. Yeah, everyone. I mean, should it's be embarrassing enough that we have a. Yeah, it's embarrassing enough that we have a monarchy, let alone a non-elected entire chamber of parliament. Ridiculous. George like the monarchy there. That's what I call. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yes, I'm a big fan of the monarchy, personally, but I think that requires a whole episode to talk about my views on that. (laughs) Yeah, we almost had a whole episode last time about it. Yeah, I guess it hasn't, but yeah. Uh, But, George, what's your opinion on hereditary pairs? I think... I don't know. I don't personally see it as a problem, as much as I I can see why you would, but I, I like the idea... Just for the sake of, I don't know, it just adds an extra layer to passing things through and getting things through and adds an extra layer of certainty. But aside from that, I'm not really, I don't really have much of an opinion. But 
I, the don't, monarchy. I, don't, I don't see how you can justify justify having non-elected officials within. I mean, not even, okay, let's say, let's say on some magical world that they were like, let's say it was like a complete meritocracy so that like they only elected people that were like best did right. But even if they did have that, they still have the religious ones and the um, the hereditary ones. And I think that's the it's embarrassing that we have that as people that can actually change laws in the UK. I quite like the idea of having religious officials with somewhere within the government. I think it um, somewhat enforces. I've, I've got a good. I've got a good way of uh, religious officials being uh, in the government. It's it's called voting. I, I think I think the religious people get together and vote in a. Religious and I don't person. think you can just have one kind of set of religious representative representatives in a government. I don't. I don't think you should have religious representatives at all. I don't, yeah, government. I don't think yeah. you should. Yeah, you shouldn't have people who are leading a government who are a certain religion because that's effectively telling you to be a certain religion. It's just not. Also, how it wouldn't that be. like undermine people who aren't that religion? Like, if they believe in something else. Yeah, that's then... what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like that's is effect. They might feel as if you are. They might feel like they're not welcome because you're effectively telling them, look, this is the leadership of this religion, so why aren't you this religion? I don't know, it's just... Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very, very much against um, religion and Yeah, I think everyone should be. If you are, if you can do something in Parliament, you should be voted in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Democratically elected at any point in Parliament. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna ban religious people from running for Parliament, that's ridiculous. No, yeah, but... exactly. But like, it's like having religion as like a no. fixture yeah, within no. the government is absolutely stupid. I don't, I don't really care like what religion you are, but if you get voted in, then you're allowed to be in government. Like, that's yeah. it. Just don't. Yeah, like, yeah. I just don't think the religion should be the talking point. It's just the person. Yeah, it should, it's just yeah. That's just, and, that shouldn't have anything and, to do with whether they get yeah, voted no, in. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless so obviously, religion. obviously, religious religious views co-align co-align with. Um, Political views. Okay, like, a lot think... of the paleo cons in America, they're all right. But I think our religious views somewhat coincide with our culture and the fact that we've got, I, it's more of a traditional thing. So, like, we've got thousand year old churches in England. It's more that side of things that I see as being a good reason for religious views somewhere within the country i think we need to keep them at the forefront of society whether that's in a power position but or what, simply but what if that a, society is not made up of people of that religion yeah in a, in a global well, world like we are today we've been all religions a, are kind of right, so you go we've been a predominantly christian slash catholic country since like the middle ages it, i just think uh the culture and the tradition that comes along with it is too important to just scrap no but i don't why think it's scrapping but like George, don't you, don't you... you go on no, no, i was just going to say don't you think if there was people that like care about religion and care about culture then they would vote in people that care about culture and care about religion i don't think there is something that we i don't think we should force people to have religion and culture at the forefront of things because i'm sure there's a lot of people like me or George or not George sorry <laughs> Bryn or Bizu who don't really care about tradition and don't really care about culture and I feel like the best way in which we can describe that is by voting yeah and, and the best way people can describe that they like culture and they want culture and they want tradition at the forefront is by voting in the people that support that and I, in my opinion as a... in my opinion although I don't think it should be in if it was to be implemented in today's uh, world where religions are all over the world you know you could you could walk around oxford for example and you find any most sort of religions i think that it's i think it would be ridiculous to just have one religion at the forefront of your kind of uh, your of your leadership you should either have all religions or just not use religion at all which i think is the better option but yeah, it's, yeah, I, don't, I just don't think religion should be used at all. But if it was, you should represent. I understand all where you're coming all, from. Yeah, but I disagree on both the cultural and traditional level, and I can't really explain that. I just, 
it's ingrained. I think the culture and the and the tradition that comes along with Catholic, the Christian Church, that area of things is so ingrained in our society and in our country that it's like it's a big part of our history and a big part of who we are as a country and I think it's too important and too um yeah too important to just simply forget about say mm, I don't know I, I don't think it's forgetting because we still got the religions are still there and you know the churches are still there people are still religious I just don't think it should be implemented in government because that's effectively brainwashing people into believing one thing and you should let people choose I understand there's a tradition behind it but at the end of the day it should really be a force of choice and it should not be represented in a government the government should be about about free thinking about free will and I don't think using a religion at the forefront of your campaign is really really <clears throat> representing that yeah, I understand, but I disagree that there's an element of brainwashing in it. I think there's complete and utter freedom in the UK to be whatever religion, whatever um, thoughts you want. It's You're completely free to have those thoughts and opinions. But I think that religion we should... Like you go on. Go on. Who is going to go on first? <laughs> no, no, George, you go on. I interrupted you. I, I would take the place if you want, but, you know, George, yeah, George, George you I forgot what I was going to say, so that's what I was going to Oh, no, I was just going to say, don't you think religions are, like, in coerced force? Uh, you've gone. Okay, Wait, say again. I know a lot of people that were... It's I was, was going to say, don't religions you think... Are coercive. Yeah, don't you think they're inherently coercive? Like, because I know a lot of people that, like, were born into religion, and they were made to think this certain way. And I don't, I don't think that it really is... I don't think they have. If they're born into it and coerced in, I well, oh, um, I somewhat agree, but I don't think. But I know plenty of people who were born into very religious backgrounds and religious families who've completely changed their opinion. I don't think it's uh, an exclusive sort of idea throughout your life. If you're born into a religion you have to or you do stay that i think it's very much dependent on like i think it's a lot more a lot less forced and a lot less of a forceful idea now than then well it's less forceful. I, in my opinion it's less forced now because we're not using it in government so people if someone was born into a religious family they have the choice to you know change their minds and and, and believe otherwise obviously but if it was in the government, I feel like, not everyone, but a lot more people would think, oh, hang on, well, if everyone's uh, following this this religion and if if it's in the government, I should probably carry on because that's the way that I know, that's the way I've been taught. And I just, yeah. I no, I think we should. I, well, I think that Ren's original point was right because, like, in the UK, there's 2.5 million people are um, Islam. And I think that that's like a huge proportion of our country. Well, not huge, but it's like it's quite a large proportion of our country. And I think that having a different religion as the forefront of the politics, which is basically what runs the country, um, I think that that's just not fair. Yeah. Like they they vote, they pay tax, they live here, they go to school here. Why should they not be represented by? Yeah, exactly. Why you, should they be like? Yeah, you either represent everyone, or you just don't use religion at all. Yeah. Exactly, and that's just that particular religion. There's obviously there's so many other ones. Mm. Mm. Anyone have anything to add on that? It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I think basically, in a nutshell, I think that we should keep the um, the most. Uh, God, I've forgotten every word in the language. No, um, the most popular and the most um, believed in religions throughout our history. I think that we should keep that at the forefront of us, in not necessarily in, in government, but just in cultural and traditional levels. We should keep that as a 
um, sign of our history as a country. I think that's something that is more of a fundamental disagreement yeah, but than anything. I don't what, think do you see that as really fair, fair though? Because like, yeah. do you see that as fair? Because in the world changes so quickly every single year, and there's so many new ways and old ways that are just that have just kind of moved all around the world because of globalization. But I think it's this just links not really fair. to, I think this links to multiculturalism and the different cultures and opinions that come with different religions and the different. Um, ways of living that come with different religions um, and I think it's more about how some religions promote a completely different way of life and a completely different way of living in a society than yeah, I think if we're to mix all of them and have not have a predominant sort of um, a predominant force at the front uh, in one society I think it can cause a clash within people as people are living such different and like um which is why posing lifestyles it sounds like you're making a case for not having religion in government yeah it sounds no like i don't necessarily think it should be in government it's less about in government more about in our culture and i think the only way to keep it within our culture and in within our traditions is by having some sort of element of it in our government. Well, yeah, but... Okay, well, okay, George. In primary school, did you enjoy going to a, going to church for whatever in primary school or doing assembly every Wednesday or doing any of that type of thing? Did you enjoy that in school? Back then, I'd have said no, but now I'd have said I yeah I do enjoy I did enjoy going but, to church. No, 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 no. If you didn't enjoy, yeah, but if you didn't enjoy it in the moment, you can't just. Like yeah, say you, that you enjoy it. it. If you yeah, exactly. I didn't enjoy it. So why should just because some just because someone a thousand years ago decided that having a church ruling the country is a good idea, why should I have to yeah. pray to a god that may or may not exist? I don't I I don't want to do that. I wanna just get on with my life and do other things. And it's not actually, forcing you into any into any religion. It's just religion, but it's but it's like, It's not even like Moving you towards a religion, it's just yeah, having yeah, a like, predominant it's like it's element taught in the schools, George. They're making you is... do it in the school. Yeah, they teach all forms of religion. That's why you go to a sea of no, they don't. No, no, they teach all forms of religion, George, but they don't make you like they don't make you do Muslim prayers, do they? Yeah. No, but that's the that's a C of E school. There are plenty of non-religious or well, other. No, religions. my school wasn't. A, my school wasn't a C of E school, and we still have. George, I. I just think having religion in this school is just not like if you have like a Muslim, but yeah. anyone who was a different religion. What about them? Why would isn't that against their religion to to pray to another? Mm. Anyway, I never made the argument that it should be in school. I was just making the point that. But, I... that, but that is the culture. That is, but schools are like the main part of culture in. No, I'd argue time. that the culture and tradition behind the religion is more the. Um... As an example, the architecture and the way of living promotes, and not necessarily what's taught in a school. I don't think well, I think what, they're separate, and I think yeah, I think schools should be removed somewhat from religion. But I still think we should have um, we should focus on religion as a thing in schools and teach it as to how our society has been, and teach it as a part of history and less a part of. Hang on, so yeah. wait, when you say, like, um, in our architecture, what does that say, like, mean? Like, what, what, what? Well, you know, the thousands of old churches in the country, and oh, that what? sort of thing. So you're saying they should just stay there? Well, yeah, of course. But, I don't want to but, knock But are you, but, but what does that say, but I don't, okay, well, I don't understand what you mean anymore. Like, do you think that... I know, I'm not this, explaining it very well, but... Do you think that it should be, so you just think that we should be how it is now, I just leave it as it is now? Yeah, I'm perfectly happy having Christianity as a as the forefront religion of our society and having all the old churches as a um, almost an artifact and ha keeping them up as a part of our history and a part of what we have been essentially. So, do you think that there should be you shouldn't be able to have other like religious churches? No, of course I don't. That's not what that's not the point I'm making. I'm just saying that we should. Keep them as a predominant part of our history and our culture. 
So yeah. I said to you that there was more mosques in the UK than there were Christian churches. Then, then would you say that that's no? Because for the past like thousand or so years, we've been a predominantly Christian country. Predominantly, like that's been our a force for our culture and our tradition. I think we should keep that rather than just. Um, but what if I mean, the people check? today have the choice to go and live anywhere they like, pretty much. And yeah, like, a lot of them are yeah. carrying those religions that they I'm had not... in their old countries with them. So, like, I'm not arguing that you shouldn't be allowed to be one. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Want. Of course, you should. Yeah, no, but, yeah. but I'm like... just saying that we should keep a certain one at the forefront of our society <laughs> based on our history and no, uh, a lot, a lot of the. A lot... So I'll just I'll just say what I was going to say quick. Yeah. Um, is that um, I don't really care about, but if I did, like a lot of people do, I would not want Catholicism or uh, Protestantism to be at the forefront of my culture or any part of my because it has an ugly, ugly history. Exactly. Of coercion, violence, death. And you think about the Dark Ages and... when um, the Catholic Church literally just banned any sort of uh, uses of any sort of medicines. They forced you to practice uh, teachings that they gave you, which is basically just a death sentence. And then you have the wars that were as a result of this and we're not saying that you can't be religious but i don't yeah like you said i don't want that at the forefront of our culture and society because it's such an ugly history can i just end on this then what i'll say is is that i think all religions have a horrible past and i think but i don't think we should just forget that and eradicate it from our country's history and i also think that this is more i don't think this is something we're, that we're ever going to agree on or something that we can argue each other into a different opinion on. I think it's more of a ingrained sort of thing in I don't think I how don't we think see the world I don't think how anything, we see our I don't think anything is ingrained, but I feel like it's strong opinion. Yeah, exactly okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But anyway, we've been we've been talking for quite a while now, one hour and ten minutes. Exactly eleven right. minutes coming up to now on my OBS timer. Other recording softwares yeah. are available people. But yeah, uh, there we <laughs> go. That's pretty much it. We've been rambling yeah, a long it's been, time. Yeah, it's been good having you on busy. It has, oh, yeah. I'm we've, sure yes. this is many to come. Yeah, we'd definitely like to have you on again. It's been. Uh, you're, yeah. you're now officially a friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm honoured. But yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is but, um, yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, then uh, give it a give it a like. I guess I'm not <laughs> really sure. Share it with your friends for sure. Though we, yeah, need, we, we need, need more, more we need more pod, pod, podcast listeners because podcast listeners are what give us ideas to talk about <laughs> and that <laughs> kind of thing. And, and but also, if you're interested in, yeah, you, you go on, Brent. I was just going to say, speaking of ideas, if you have any ideas or want to uh, be on the podcast, be sure to drop us a message on our Instagram. Is it Oxpole Podcast on Instagram? You can uh, send us a private message. We'll get back to you. You can ask us questions for the next. Um, episode or topics that you want us to talk about you know we're happy to talk to you cover topics you want to talk about on the podcast so yeah just don't be afraid give us a message we're always happy to listen basically. I agree yeah. wear a mask and eat less meat wear a mask and eat less meat and also and also don't be religious end of <laughs> don't yeah. be religious there we go Will, anyway, anything anyway, you want to say George at the end I beg to differ but goodbye Right, yeah. so you, you yeah, yeah, goodbye. Good All right, let's yeah. uh, end it there. <laughs> okay, let's go now. All right. Oh, have a, later, have a good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>